Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey, everybody. So glad you're joining us for today's devotional. This week is going to be special because we're going to be looking at some pretty cool moms in the Bible. Now, before all the guys check out, just know there is something in here for you, too. You know, in fact, if you've ever wondered if something impossible that you've been believing and praying for will ever happen, then the passage today is going to encourage you. Maybe you're, you're struggling with being patient and waiting for something you've prayed about. Again, today's passage is going to be awesome for you. Genesis chapter 18, we're going to start in 10 and read through 14. It says, then one of them said, I will return to you about this time next year and your wife, Sarah, will have a son. Sarah was listening to this conversation from the tent. Abraham and Sarah were both very old at this time and Sarah was long past the age of having children. So she laughed silently to herself and said, how could a worn out woman like me enjoy such pleasure, especially when my master, my husband, is also so old? Then the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return about this time next year and Sarah will have a son. Wow. I love this passage. You know, if you go back and think about the promise that God gave to Abraham and Sarah long before this visit by these angels, this was a, a moment where God said, Abraham, you're going to have descendants as many as the sand on the seashore, as many as the stars in the sky. There's this big promise for you. He told him to go, walk, and everywhere he walked, God would give it to him. This promise of this great nation. But yet here is Sarah, who is, is getting older, Abraham, who's getting older, and they're, they're almost past the age of being able to have children, and they're wondering, God, you said this, but how is this going to happen? There are three things that I think we can observe from this passage today, and we can apply to our lives. So the first is the timing, the timing. When you think about that word and the Hebrew here, when it's talked about in this passage, it actually means at the appointed time. When I think about that phrase, at the appointed time, I think about how God has every day, every moment of our lives on a schedule. He has appointments for us. He knows everything that's gonna happen. And his timing is always perfect. It's better than anything we can imagine or think. You know, we have this way we think God is going to work things out or when he's going to work it out, but his timing is perfect. You know, he continues to remind them of this promise. He, th there's this reminder first off or this, this mention of this promise. Then there's a reminder. We can read about it in Genesis 12 and in Genesis 17. And it has been 25 years since that promise was given. And here we find them wondering, God, how are you going to fulfill this promise? This timing, God's timing is perfect. The second thing I think we can observe from this passage, first, the timing. Second is the testing. There's this moment of testing. Have you ever had God tell you something that seems impossible? 
There's no way. And I think about this passage. It says Sarah laughed to herself. She was thinking, this is crazy. This is impossible. You know, this response she has is so authentic. and It's so honest. And I don't know if you've ever been there before. But Sarah laughs here because she thinks there's no way. I'm too old. There's no way that this can happen. They're in their 90s. She's barren. You know, often as believers, I, I really believe our relationship with God is a mix of doubt and faith. It's a mixture. And there's this testing to see, do we believe God, what God says is going to happen, that the impossible can happen. So there's the timing, there's the testing, and then finally there's the turning. There was a shift. There was a shift in this passage and a shift in this story to where Sarah went from doubting to believing. She saw it with her own eyes. She starts with doubting, and then in Genesis 21, we see her laughing turns to joy. You see, we read in Genesis 18 this moment where she can't believe, but then there's a turning in Genesis 21. This laughter and this unbelief turns into this joy. She even names Isaac, Isaac, because it means laughter. I love that. God turned a laughter of doubt into a laughter of joy in her life. And God always, always comes through with his promises, despite what we think, despite the limitations we put on it, despite the doubt that we have inside of us. Genesis 21, 6 through 7 says, And Sarah declared, God has brought me laughter. All who hear about this will laugh with me. Who would have said to Abraham and Sarah would nurse a baby? Yet I have given Abraham a son in his old age. The impossible has happened. So I don't know where you are today. Maybe you're listening or you're watching. And you're wondering, God, can you do what you said you will do? And the answer is yes. What seems impossible to you is possible with God. He can always work things out. And when you place it in his hands instead of in your own, it's always better. The second thing I think we can take from this, where you are today and meet it, is to remember that some things take longer than we expect. Our timeline is so different than God's, and God's timing is always better. We have to trust, have to choose to trust, because it's, it is a choice. We have to choose to trust that God is working things out according to, it's working out the good according to those who love the Lord. And we love the Lord, and so we'll continue to trust however long it takes. Now that's harder. I'm even saying it and knowing there are moments in my life that have been very difficult to trust and to wait. But when I look back on moments where I felt like God didn't answer a prayer right away or I prayed something and he didn't answer that exactly. And then I look at what he did instead. I'll always take what God chose. Always. It's always better. And sometimes we don't even see that because his thoughts are not our thoughts, his ways are not our ways, but we choose to trust him. Let's pray together. God, we love you. We thank you that you are an ever-present God, a God that gives us promises, a God that we can read about in the word and know that what you say is true. 
And Lord, um, just like Thomas said in the Bible, I pray that you would help us in our unbelief, the moments where we doubt, the moments where we are not trusting. I pray that you help remind us that you always come through. God, in the moments where we're starting to doubt, recall to us the moments where you have stepped in and made things better. Lord, we trust in you and your timing. God, in the testing, we'll remain faithful. And in the turning, God, the laughter, that joy will be renewed inside of us. Give us the strength we need, everyone who's listening, to do what you've called us to do. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.